What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Sift Spoil. You ready for this? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good one. Avengers Endgame, if you haven't seen it, uh, go watch the movie first. Because uh, we don't want to ruin it for you. No. And we may be jumping around uh, in this one. Certainly lots to talk about. I think what I'm going to let you do, Andrew, is just kind of take us where you want to take us. And then if I want to take us somewhere, I'll take us somewhere. Let's just have a conversation sure. about what we want to talk about uh, when it comes to Avengers Endgame. Uh, where do you want to start? I want to start with my favorite part of the movie, and that's whenever Cap picks up Mjolnir. Yeah. I mean, it's done you want to so talk about, well. You want to talk about fan service, you uh-huh. know, wish fulfillment? That was the biggest cheer of our crowd. Yeah. For sure. I, I get it. It wouldn't be bringing everybody back, you know, because yeah. everybody is expecting that. It has to be something you really don't see coming because yeah. the scene leading up to it is Thor is fighting Thanos and. Uh, Thanos is kind of cutting into Thor with Stormbreaker, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you see uh, Mjolnir raise up, and you mm-hmm. think, "Oh, well, Thor is you know just calling it over." But then no, you see Cap just pull it back. Oh, it's so great! Yeah, because not only that, but he also like wields the lightning through it and everything. Mm-hmm. Ah, that was. So let me ask you a question: In uh, whichever movie it was where he budged the hammer, Age you, of Ultron, do you think he just left it there, even though he knew he could pick it up, or do you think he wasn't worthy to pick it up at that point? I don't know. Do you it, think could, he, it could be either one. Because I've thought about this for a while. I think now. it's the first one. You I think, think he, he could have picked it up then, but it, he knew it wasn't the time, and so he just kind of played with Thor's brain a little bit. Okay. But you know, Thor says when it happens, he's, <laughs> nothing. He says, "Oh, he says, I knew it. he says, I knew it." Yeah, which is great. Which nobody in my theater heard the second time I saw oh, this movie because really? they were still like, Cheering. I mean, the decibel level when that happened went on for a good ten seconds. It was insane. Yeah. Well, Cap- like through that whole, like through that whole him using it, mm-hmm. they never quit cheering. It was, it was like a sporting event. It was, I, it just, yeah. I blew my mind. Well, Cap is one of the very few mcu characters besides thor who is able to pick up mjolnir right so, yeah. we've seen vision do it too right vision um in the comics hulk picks up uh, mjolnir and magneto picks up mjolnir oh interesting and magneto yeah 
Why would he be worthy? He's not. He picked up the medal. Oh. Um, also, Superman's picked up, but that was in a very <laughs> weird crossover GC versus MCU wow. or Marvel. Well, that's fascinating. Yeah. The movie has so many chill bump moments. I don't mm-hmm. know that I've been in a movie. You mentioned also everybody returning. Yeah. The way they played that was oh, oh with chef's just, kiss, just perfect. with Sam going cap. Yeah, and it's breaking up in yeah. his ear, and it's like on your left, on your left, and then uh, he's not the first one we see. No, we see no. Koye, Shuri, and uh-huh. Black, uh, Panther Black Panther peeps come through first. Yeah, yeah. and then he flies, and then in. it pans back. And, and it's you see all, all the different openings and portals yeah. and the whole army's coming through and mm-hmm. the massive amount. And they have that side shot of all like every Avenger. Yeah. That moment. Th- OK, this was the second biggest scream. Avengers symbol was the oh, man. What was so great about it? <laughs> this is so amazing. <laughs> what was so great about it? Is like everybody's coming out, the feelings, the euphoria is just like, oh, it's on, yeah. you know, and then it's like Avengers and it's quiet yeah. for like three or four seconds. The whole, the whole audience is just waiting in anticipation. Yeah. A symbol. <laughs> the whole audience just <laughs> cries out. Oh, it was absolutely fabulous. I don't, yeah. like I said, I don't know how, I don't know when I'll ever experience that again. No. You know, it's just, uh, it's mind blowing what they've done. It's like the first time I saw Return of the King or Two Towers. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the only thing I can really equate it to. But even then, I mean, feelings like emotion wise and like investment and that kind of stuff and euphoria. Yes. Crowd participation. I don't remember it being the same way for Lord of the Rings. Maybe I'm wrong. I guess you don't really go to a lot of, uh, and again, I wasn't with you, so I don't know. But if you go to an opening night MCU movie, that's what it's like. No, no, I've been there. No, no, no. It's not like this. It's not like it was Thursday. Okay. It's, 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 there's cheering and there's uh, volume, but Thursday was different. It was raucous and it was raucous in a, in, in a good way. It wasn't like unruly. It was just like, it was, it was another level of, like yeah, cry. the only thing that I've had to compare to it is going to a playoff NBA game when I've gone and seen the seen the Pistons in the playoffs. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think. Or when and when I went and saw uh, Michigan beat Duke when Duke was number one um, in basketball. One. <laughs> yeah, what year could have that have been? <laughs> and and there was they you know they we stormed the court afterward like the, like it was that kind of you know barbarian feeling oh, yeah. it was just man i you went full berserker yeah yeah that's what that's it felt cool. like so and that scene was the epitome of of that feeling and just moment after moment of stuff oh yeah there's a whole you know wish fulfillment thing mm-hmm. with that um another huge uh roar even in the limited theater you know because i went to a special screening for special people mm-hmm. and a lot of them were older they're not really the cheering kind of crowd but the a force scene where it's all the women just yeah. slowly you know yeah. Coming in, it was a little higher pitch scream uh, in my theater really? at that point, and yeah. it was mostly it was mostly, and I actually got a little emotional when it because happened because Black it was, Widow it, wasn't there. Well, no, no, no. I, I mean, that is emotional. I guess I didn't even actually think about that, but yeah. I just mean because you could tell in the scream how much of it was little girls. Oh, okay. And I was just like, how cool is that? How cool is that representation moment for them? It's so much better than the Captain Marvel moment, which feels a little more forced and cheesy. And yeah. I'm just a girl is playing in the background or whatever. Yeah. But this moment, even though it could have been cheesy, is handled so well and yeah. just one by 
one they line up and oh pepper pop know. showing up as rescue yeah oh i loved it so yeah. much because whenever there's that shot of rescue and iron man doing that spin around and they both have their back blaster rays you know just mm-hmm. going i'm like oh man that it, whole scene is just you've been asking for over 10 years we're yeah. going to give you everything you've wished for in one scene. Tom Holland comes swinging in and oh. the place goes nuts. Yeah. Um, it was just, I, I, I've just never experienced anything like it. Yeah. It was, it was phenomenal. Um, yeah. Moment after moment during those, that final battle was, was really impressive. Yeah. The Captain Marvel coming in, you know, oh, what are they shooting at? You know, that kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. How did you feel about Captain Marvel being taken out? of the picture you how know the movie what? handled I that i think it i think they did it right i do too i think I it, actually cause it's, it's not it's because i don't thing. like her no. i like her but there's a power level to her that would and i don't even know how because she wasn't one of the original avengers so i don't see why her being there for you know getting all the stones would you know it wouldn't lend itself it wouldn't be necessary well in but even more than that like you're right the power differential, they had to put her to the sidelines somehow. Yeah. What I'm saying is, I think the reason they gave actually kind of makes sense, well, which it's, is it's only, happening all over the it's happen- universe. Yeah, exactly. And the other planets don't have you guys. Yeah. Like, you guys take care of Earth. Earth. I'll take care of everything else. Yeah. Um. So that made sense to me. And then when she finally did come and just took down a ship and <laughs> and then he had he had butter and she does nothing. <laughs> It's and it takes him removing the power stone and punching her and with punching it. her with the power stone yeah. to get her off him. Um, man, that's that's mind blowing. Okay, so I'm going to go all the way back to the beginning of the movie. Let's now. do it. Let's move there. So we're going to be talking for like three hours. I'm not, so just, yeah, <laughs> we really are. We're going to talk about the whole movie. Uh, I'm not talking about the Renner. Oh, okay. oh, let's real quick. Let's talk about that Renner opening. You know, with uh-huh. his family getting dusted. Sure. That was pretty emotional. Probably the most range we've seen out of Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. The most we've cared about yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm a Hawkeye uh, uh, sympathizer or sure. a, a champion. Like, mm-hmm. come on, guys. He's actually really cool. Um, but not that scene. I want to talk about... They kill Thanos in the beginning of this movie. Yeah, quick. And the time stones are gone. Yeah. I had a feeling that's what was going to happen. Yeah. What did what did you feel with that scene? Like, oh, he destroyed the stones with the stones. Well, we'll get into time travel stuff here in a second. But I knew because I assumed time travel was going to be the solution, which mm-hmm. we talked about in our prediction episode. Yeah. Um, that really nothing kind of matters. Once you introduce time travel to a situation as an out, it really almost doesn't matter what you do. So, yes, I assumed that this fight would be, um, you know, ultimate ultimate ultimately meaningless mm-hmm. um so yeah i i it wasn't i wasn't surprised yeah um i i think it's it's interesting uh that they like how brutal and quick it is oh you know? they just rush in cut his hand off yeah. and then cut his head off which is funny we talked about i talked about that in the prediction episode remember yeah. when we were talking about the, at the, I was t- asking about Thor. And why didn't he cut his hand off? Why, why didn't he just cut his hand off? Yeah, he does immediately. <laughs> flies in, cuts his hand off. Yeah. Then he went for the head. That's right. So, um, what was I going to say? <sighs> Thanos has his gladiator moment with his head, hand brushing against the wheat. <laughs> yeah, he really does. <laughs> I love that. I wanted. To, okay, so when we were talking about performances earlier, I couldn't talk about Josh Brolin. Mm-hmm. He's playing a different Thanos in this movie. In Infinity mm-hmm. War, he's playing two different Thanoses in this movie. Yeah, 
um, in, th- in the the current quote unquote one, the one in the beginning of the mm-hmm. movie, he sees himself more as a messiah. You mm-hmm. know, he's not really you well, know in that his job is done. It is yeah, finished exactly. Yeah. And even in Infinity War, he takes the very first scene after he fights Thor in the beginning of Infinity War. He takes off his armor. He's not that person anymore. Mm-hmm. We're seeing a 2014 Thanos mm-hmm. where he's a god of war. He is a conqueror. He is a destroyer. So seeing that uh, Josh Brolin is able to make me believe both sides of that character. Mm-hmm. And how he has, you know, the equally weighted blade, you know, you know, just... With this perfectly balanced and everything like that. I really liked Thanos a lot. Infinity War is Thanos' movie. Mm-hmm. Endgame is not. No, it's it's uh It's Iron an Man's. original... I think it's the original uh, Avengers movie. I agree, but overall I think it's Iron Man's. Yeah. And I think that's, that's indicated by him being the last uh, title card, the signature cards that they did at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Which, of, by the way, I love the dying. credits in this movie. Yeah, the way no, they did I, the actual autographs mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, for the original members. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was great. Yeah, no post-credit scene besides the no. little bang, 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 bang. Yeah, yeah, which is Tony Stark <laughs> making building his, the first suit, or it's his daughter in the garage making hers. That'd be cool. <laughs> there is a um, there is another iron. I forget what that character's name, but it's um, it's a young girl who becomes like the next Iron Man. I forgot what that character's name is though. What if that's her? <clears throat> I, I wonder if they are, uh, they are starting to sow the seeds of a uh, young Avengers because they also include that kid from Iron Man three. Which at was the funeral. weird. It's very Why weird. Why is he at the funeral? That's very weird. Other than <sighs> they want to do something with him. And I wonder yeah. if they're doing like a young Avengers TV series or yeah. I don't know. I, it's just, it's very strange. So they did something in this movie, which I don't know if you caught it or not. Loki, they teed up his TV show in this movie. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's one of the things I hate about the time travel in this movie. But yeah. anyways, continue. Yes, yeah. so absolutely. He, he grabs the um, the Tesseract, which has the uh, Space Stone, and it pops out of there. That's how yeah. he gets his own movie. Right. Which, I don't know if you know, the Marvel comics, there are different universes. Sure. And Timelines or universes? Because those are two different things. Both. Okay. Because the use of time stones and stuff like that has... Uh, butterflied off okay multiple, so those are timelines yeah and multiple universes now there's there's like multiple versions of earth and stuff but because of timelines or because of actual physical universes do you understand the difference yes. what, I'm, what i'm getting at this is different timelines okay so. yeah yeah okay well actually i think there might be both depending on the writer sure yeah it could be but um yeah there's different uh versions and because like different of, universes is like what the flash is doing on tv now with like earth one and earth three or you know with whatever well, they're talking I think, about. Um, I think that the MCU is based on like a, a universe 89 or something like okay. that, where everybody is more based around a right. equal power level. Right. Otherwise, you know, it'd just be like Captain Sorry, Marvel. It's a, it's a weird geeky distinction I have to make between alternate universes and alternate timelines. You complain about it being geeky, and then I talk about the different <laughs> Marvel universes. Yeah, so yeah, we're, I'm ahead. right there with you, buddy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, what else can we talk about? So, Fat Thor. It's actually a storyline in the Marvel comics. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't. I, I yeah. mean, I wouldn't know that. But, but um, the first time I saw Endgame, I thought they were just playing Fat Thor off as a joke. We had almost identical reactions to this. In fact, the first time it almost didn't work for me. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. But I was almost like, man, this this is this feels out of place. I'm yeah. not I'm not enjoying Fat Thor stuff. Second time I saw it, I was just awake 
to how much deeper it was than I than I thought it was. Because mm-hmm. you're right, it is about the idea of him handling his defeat, his yeah. loss, is to be in denial. You know, he's in total con- uh, consuming denial. Yeah. So he just wants to drink beer and play video games and not think With about it. With Meek and Korg. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, he's back. <laughs> Can you go tell him off for me? I love... Korg so much. Yeah, uh, I just want to hang out with him. Uh, so there, I have a. Theory. I have hung out with him, by the way. Korg, I've, yeah, Taika Waititi. Yeah, I had, uh, had a few moments with him. Is he as cool him. as I think he is? Yes, he's he's pretty cool. <sighs> awesome. <laughs> um, I have a theory moving forward. I think that Valkyrie is going to be the new Thor. Well, that's kind of what they set up, right? Yeah. Do you mean in the Thor movies? Do you like they're going to make Valkyrie movies there, instead? In the comics, there is a segment where. Thor stops being Thor and that he hands off the actual embodiment of Thor to a woman mm. in the comics. I think it is Jane Foster who is, uh, uh, <clears throat> what's her Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. I think in the movies, it could be Valkyrie. I think yeah. that she could be Thor because he's off with the, as guardians of the galaxy, which yeah. is the best, you know, you know, place. I've said that before, right? I've never heard you say that. Really? If I have, I just didn't, yeah. That's fine. It's, it's one of my. It was one of my favorite things. Okay. As Guardians of the Galaxy. As yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But is he going to be in the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. Movies. The, you think? Because uh, now he's off with them. Remember at the end. Well, of the I'm just movie, saying. But the next, the next. He GOTG should be. Movie. I think that's what they're teeing up. Because okay. if you noticed, Gamora was not at uh, Tony's funeral, and then whenever they get back on the ship. Uh, Quill is looking on the computer and it says searching for Gamora. Mm-hmm. They, uh, they don't know where she is after the battle on Earth. She left. Nobody knows where she is, I guess. So right. I guess or that's they what took the, her back. Who took her back? Cap. I don't know. I, I'm just saying like, I, you know, oh, took her back in time. Yeah. I don't know. I think that he's actually searching for her. I yeah. think that you I know, think so, too. Yeah. And again, it makes. Anyways, Does we'll get the, there. Eventually, I'm going to tell you all the things about time travel in this movie. But Yeah. Okay, that was my big con was Tony Stark, him hawing, oh, I found out how time travel works. Yeah. Within like a five-minute scene. Yeah. But I love I was, that scene, though. I really? love his reaction in that scene. That was the other acting point I was talking about with him. The way he plays that with, with that and his daughter and with with the, the swear word and then she repeats oh, the swear. Yeah. I just... It's such a beautiful, and the way he tells Pepper Potts yeah. is just... It's, What's new with compost? Yeah. <laughs> I figured it out, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Time travel. <laughs> it's so great. And the, the I Love You 3000 stuff oh, is so great. so heartbreaking. My, my oldest son, who is three hours away watching it with friends, texted yeah. me that night, Thursday night, and said, I love you 3000. Aw, that's right? cute. Like, that's that's a good. That's a good boy. It's the best. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I love all that stuff. But you're right. It is Wait, very yada yada. Wait, does he think yada, that you're going to die by the Infinity Stones and he just has to let you know beforehand? Yeah, I do have my heart device. So, you know, who knows? Ant-Man might get in there and unplug something. <laughs> that was a funny scene, too. No stairs. <laughs> I love how... What did you think of Professor Hulk? I thought it was great. I thought it worked fine. I, I You know, we're just we're just there. There's no... It's like a whole movie is missing. Yeah. Uh, where he figures out how to be Professor Hulk. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, you know, other than just n- having to deal with all of it immediately, uh, it's it works. Okay. I like it. I like his uh, explanation of it, too, because he says the Hulk failed at fighting Thanos mm-hmm. and Bruce Banner failed at, you know, outthinking Thanos. Mm-hmm. So he, I guess what he said is like over the next years, he like, 
induced enough gamma to where you combine right. all of them together. Yeah. And uh, he kind of, you know, you know, goes through that whole thing really quick before, you know, the kids show up and he takes the photo with him, which is a funny scene yeah. with him. and with me he, too? Uh, I'm Ant-Man. <laughs> Even he's saying no. <laughs> I love Paul And then they're Rudd. just like, oh, we'll take a picture with you if you want. And he's like, take no, 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 just, just go. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, good stuff. And he has moments like that. Paul Rudd is so great. He has those everyman moments, this whole thing with the taco. Um, and then Hulk gives <laughs> him the his Hulk taco. Gives him two tacos, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, he he just has those moments throughout. Paul so. Rudd's just a guy you can't help but smile when oh, you see he's, him. He's so great. Yeah. Uh, well, since we're kind of already there, let's talk a little bit about the science in this movie and the time travel in this movie. Okay. Um, I was very attentive to the mechanics of what they were trying to do the second time I watched this. Uh, the first time, obviously, I, like many people, were much more interested in the moments and that kind of stuff, but I was much more able to focus in the second time I watched this. And you can go several ways with time travel, right? You can go... Well, that's how it works. Well, yeah, several places. <laughs> uh, you can go alternate timeline theory, mm-hmm. where if you go back in time and change anything, a new timeline progresses. Yes. You can go back to your own timeline, but now there are two. Yeah. Right? If you change two things, now there are three. You know, that kind of thing, right? So you can go branching timelines. You can also go unified timeline. This is what 12 Monkeys does. Where you, everything always has been. Everything always has been. You can't change anything. Which they do not do. But they say they do. Like, this is what's frustrating. This movie wants its cake and wants to eat it, too. There are two explanation moments of the time travel in this movie. One of them has to do with the fact that you can't kill your future self. Okay? And the basic the basic thing they're trying to explain there is no matter what we do to ourselves in the past, it won't affect who we are right now. Okay. That immediately puts you in alternate branching timelines. Like there's no way for that to be real because there has to be another version of you that has changed if you're not going to change. Right. Mm -hmm. So they try to explain that. Then there's this other scene where they explain, oh, and this is the rooftop scene with the Hulk and um, the ancient one, the ancient one, where she explains you have to bring the stones back otherwise to the exact moment moment so that the timeline can continue. Right. Yeah. So in my brain, I'm thinking, oh, well, that's unified timeline. Then if you're if you're trying to put everything back now, for instance, there are several scenes where that works. Unified timeline works for the rooftop scene. That could have happened in 2012. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that says it didn't. The ancient one just never mentioned it. Whatever. That's that's possible, right? Um, Hulk's conversation with his mom. That could have happened at that point. You mean Thor? I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, Thor. Yes, I'm sorry. Forgive yeah. me. Thor's conversation. Which was a very emotional scene. Great scene, right? But another one that could have just happened and we not known about it. Mm-hmm. They could have been in New York in 2012 when it actually happened and not aren't changing anything they just never saw themselves do it so there are moments in this movie that are willing to be unified timeline there are other moments that make no sense with unified timeline right um for instance uh knocking out quill right we know mm-hmm. that didn't happen the first time around that is different that changed right there yeah. and there are several of those moments where things change things are different natalie portman getting chased by a raccoon we <laughs> we, we know Someone that didn't happen that <laughs> because she had that stuff in her in that movie it never got taken out of her yeah. in that way right mm-hmm. um so you know just time after time again <clears throat> alternate branching timelines has to be see what i think what they're saying is once they take everything back then it goes back to how it was. It would be where Rocket never took 
that out of Natalie Portman. And Quill never got knocked out because they put the stones back before those events even took place. Well, that's fine if you're in an alternate timeline branching theory, right? Because then you've created even more branches or whatever. What one of my sons said, which I think is maybe what they were trying to say, is that they just needed the stones back in their timeline. Like it's still branching. She wasn't saying it's unified timeline theory. She was saying it's going to branch off. But if we don't have the time stone in this branch, this branch is dead and I need to protect my branch. I think that's what they're going with. I, I think so. But they completely contradict themselves in the fact that what does Cap do? Cap goes back to take all this stuff back and then is in the same timeline that they are as an old man. That is impossible How? in branching through because he would be in a different timeline. If he goes back, he can't be in the same timeline. It's a different timeline that mm-hmm. in each time that he's that he's jumping to. So it's it the movie just contradicts itself over and over. And I think it tries to make it complicated enough that, you know, you can't really Follow it, and so you just forget about it. Which, I at the end of the, the day, is fine. I think the fact that it doesn't matter what you do, besides the twelve monkeys theory, mm-hmm. it's whatever it is always has been. Time travel can't make sense in a movie because there's too many variables. Agree, hundred percent agree. I've, this is what I said: the only way <clears throat> to to make time travel work is the in a movie. In a movie, is the unified timeline theory. I'm sure there's ways we can't possibly comprehend that well, it works. Well, sure. I mean, yeah. But in a movie for the layman, that's the only way yes, it works. Yeah. No, I totally agree. <clears throat> Here's two other moments I want to talk about specifically okay. since we're here, and then we'll, we can go back to all the other fun stuff. <laughs> um, uh, Nebula shoots herself, kills herself. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, this, again, has to be an alternate timeline idea. Otherwise, how would she have survived? You think she would just disappear? To kill herself, right? Yeah. Um, well, that's the Back to the Future theory, which makes no sense. Yeah. You know, which was another fun part of the movie. Is they, or would they just they go mention, through like, every single Every single space. time travel movie. It's like, oh, all these <laughs> movies exist. time machine. And despite the fact that there are actors in those movies that are also in this movie. Exactly. But whatever. Uh, so <laughs> Nebula killing herself, which is the point where this is one of those points where I think even the person who doesn't care to pay attention to that stuff goes, whoa, 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 wait a second. Because my youngest son turned to me at that time and goes, that's impossible. You know, like there's there is a disconnect there for for how that would work. Right. Yeah. Because it's a paradox. It's absolutely a, a paradox to be able to kill yourself. Thanos coming to the future. You know what the best timeline to live is in is the one he left. because it's like he's not there it's gonna be perfect from there on out well i understand Um, why he left and he went to the future yeah he knew all the stones were gonna be right there right why would he hunt across the entire universe when he knows they're all within a two inch sure yeah why not jump back to about oh say 10 minutes before the rest of them get back and then just gank them when, when they land on the platform why is he going back to 20 minutes after they get back that makes no sense well because nebula sucked him through remember she uh she went into the computer and everything and then she you know because uh she gave thanos the pin particle uh-huh. and that's what made his uh ship so you know microscopic but why why does the machine have to like fine she changes the machine but yeah. then but then can't he at that point time travel to anywhere time he wants to? I think the machine is what controls the time travel. So coming back you have to come back to a specific point. You can go back at any point, but you have to go back to a present. 
in the present that he went to is whenever Nebula so, pushed the button so to in, summon him. And this is where the science is yada yada, right? Because why can you, here's another thing, why can you travel back in time and just exit the quantum realm wherever you want at whatever time you want? Right. The movie mm-hmm. definitely says that they're going back to yeah. several different times. And when when Iron Man and Cap are like, you know what we should do, we should go get the pin particles and go back to 1970 mm-hmm. on the fly. They can dial up on their watch and be like, OK, yada, so, yada. <laughs> so so number one, how are they jumping if they don't have that machine, if it's all in the machine? Number two, how are they getting to where they're going if it hasn't been programmed by that machine? Right. Yeah. Um, so the movie seems to indicate if you have the pin particles in the technology, you can just enter the quantum realm anywhere and exit the quantum realm anywhere. That's what it, that jump alone shows us that that yeah. jump of Iron Man and Cap shows that they can enter the quantum realm right, right where they are and exit it somewhere else that they have programmed into their well, watches. That's how Nebula got to the present is because she stole our Nebula's right. wristband and that's how right. she got and then she right. was able to use that, maybe because the little watch thing wouldn't fit on the ship. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> wouldn't just wrap see how much it's yada yada. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's insane. So, and here's here's just another thing. Obviously, they're not just traveling in time; they're traveling in space. Yeah. So they're going to different locations. So why then are they traveling in a group of whatever you know, Scarlet, um, Renner? Uh, I'm using the actual actors' names. Sorry, Black, <laughs> Black Widow, Widow, Hawkeye, Hawkeye slash Ronan, uh, and then who else was with them? They had the Nebula and War Machine. And wasn't Thor and, and Raccoon Thor on and that Rocket. trip too? No, no, they were in a different one. Okay. Anyways, why are they all going together and then splitting off and going across the you know planet? Why aren't they just jumping right to the planet? Like, I mean, if you can jump in time and space and you can pick wherever you want to be in time and space, like, I just, I didn't understand a lot that of the decision. That part was kind of confusing. It, yeah. It's yeah. just like, what, what are you doing? Um, so, yeah, a lot of that stuff was just yada yada. doesn't yeah. really make sense when you think about it. Um, so. Okay. so, with your crazy wild audience, what was their reaction whenever Captain said, Hail Hydra? Oh, it was great. Really? Oh, yeah, it was great. That's a great scene. There's a huge comic where uh, it turns out that Cap was a Hydra agent all along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't know if they'd be like, I know it, you know, <laughs> or something like that, because, you know, he's obviously faking well, it. Well, I think the best part is just that it's the exact same group of people he beat in up the in elevator. the elevator before. Yeah. If so. anybody wants to get out. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for him to actually say that, if anybody yeah. wants to get that out. That America's butt stuff was great, oh, too. Yeah, that's America's butt. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was just, I, I was thrilled yeah. um, with so much of, of that stuff. Um, but yeah, anyways, I, I, I may jump in with some other yada yadas sure. and scientific stuff occasionally, but there's a, but continue, there is, you can continue you know, inconsistencies in the movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I but mean, I just, can overlook them. Yeah. I'll and look, I can, and most them of that, all day. most of that stuff I can like, for instance, here's, here's another foundational, um, inconsistency that a lot of people have pointed out. Since this, Thor took Mjolnir from that timeline, Thor shouldn't have it for the rest of that well, except timeline. Except for Cap does take it back. Yeah. So it's with Cap when he goes back in time. And mm-hmm. that's another part where I'm saying, okay, they're doing some of the work of a unified timeline. Yeah. Except it's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they want it both ways. And it just, it, it doesn't make sense that way. Um, so anyways, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, you know, there's little things like, um, you know, that a, a rat just happens to release, you know, uh, I can yeah. overlook that. There's, there's the idea of... Um, nanoparticles 
that's that's ridiculous. It makes no sense. Like the idea that that mass can neither be created or destroyed is one of the laws of thermodynamics. You can't have something that's this big turn into an entire you know iron suit. Yeah. Um, I can overlook that. Yeah. That's fine. Um, how did Tony get those stones? Did, how did he? Oh, did you not see? Why well, don't he? If you watch it again, he like combines his suit with the gauntlet, and then you can see the stone slide. You actually see it? Yeah. If you watch it again, and you can hear it too, like whenever he tackles and he grabs the gauntlet, you can hear I was like trying the to pay attention. Crickety, 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 as they move down. Like you really got to pay attention. But, but why? You can, but why though? Because why are they're they both moving? they're both nanotech, and it's technically Downey's tech, so he can control it by touching it. So he mm. just more he just combines his suit that he's wearing with the gauntlet. How and, weird is it that this gauntlet has to actually be snapped for some for something to happen? Well, it's also the it's same. It's a weird requirement. That what the Russo said, by the way, Anthony Russo's cameo in this movie yeah. was pretty fun. Yeah. But the he Russo, was good. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah. The Russos uh, said that there were two laws they that are they had to establish in the movie that they uh, are not consistent with the comics. And that's if Thanos wants to use the gauntlet, he has to close his fist. And if he wants to eliminate or eradicate, he has to snap his fingers. Those are the two rules they said. It's weird they rules, to, though, right? Like, yeah. Because, you know, in the comics, uh, Thanos just, he has it. And yes, the snap is the thing, but it's just more a, a symbol. It's not really the actual mechanic that does it. Can I tell you the other thing that really annoyed me? What? With the time travel stuff and a lot of that stuff. The constant conversations after Black Widow's death of, I tried to undo it. We can't undo it. She's gone forever. Well, that's how um, Thor or Hulk got so burnt. Is because he said he he was he sure. kept trying to do it and he kept you know right. They're having these conversations. Oh, I tried to do it, just can't do it. She's gone forever. We'll never see her again. While at the same time, Gamora's back. Gamora's hanging out with you. Yeah, and the exact same thing happened to her. Yeah. Like it's like that kind of disconnect is actually kind of upsetting. Like the yeah. idea that like <clears throat> just jump back and you've got time travel now jump yeah. back to you know five minutes before you guys left grab that version of scarlett johansson bring her back you know yeah. who cares anymore there's multiple scarlett johansson's out there you can have a black widow you can have the black widow you know and love yeah like it just it, the it's hard to experience that emotion fully when you know it in an, a very specific mm -hmm. other instance it has been completely undone yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, absolutely. I, if there was one gaping flaw that actually kind of annoyed me, it's probably that one. That's the hardest one. Too. That's the hardest one for me to get over is absolutely undermining the loss of Black Widow yeah. by Gamora being back. And if she's back in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, if if, if it's a Gamora from the past, yeah. then who cares? I mean, what's it all mean? You know, it's just like it's just a, at that point, it's just a magic trick. So what I'm thinking, and I could be totally wrong, total speculation, total just prediction. Mm -hmm. We have the Black Widow movie coming out, right? And it's supposed yeah. to be set in the past. Right. I think the post credit scene is going to be them finding a way, just, you know, like popping out and then just grabbing her and then taking her back. I mean, why not? <clears throat> but it feels cheap, right? Then it undermines everything that yeah. this movie was trying to do. Well, this movie undermined the whole and Gamora once Tony, thing. Once Tony Stark dies, just jump, just jump back and grab a different Tony Stark and bring him back to you know to watch his kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like 
And he can just jump back and forth and watch both of those versions of his daughter. See, that's the problem with time travel. <laughs> I know. It can ruin any movie. Yeah. Because, you know, Deadpool. And I said that in our predictions. I was like, yeah. that's my biggest fear about this movie mm-hmm. is that, that it's going to deal in time travel. Deadpool 2, you know, the death of his wife or girlfriend, you know, at mm-hmm. the end of the movie, he just goes back in time and brings her back. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Time travel can... Now, there, I think I've said all my pieces about that, so we can sure. talk about other stuff now. Sam is Captain America now. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I like it. I thought for a long time it was going to be Bucky, because yeah. Bucky, you know, went through the same chemical, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, science him or Hama mm-hmm. that Cap did. But uh, I'm, I'm all right with Sam. Yeah. yeah. Even though I really like Falcon. I like Falcon a lot. Well, it's both, right? Like, he's both Falcon and Captain America at that point. Yeah. Like, it's, he's not giving up the wings. Yeah. I well, would. he's also not a super soldier, though, like Cap is. So it's kind of weird. Saying. That's why I was saying I was expecting it to be Bucky. Mm-hmm. Because he's not a super soldier. Is he going to go through the super soldier process? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I, one thing we haven't talked about that is well worth thinking about is where do we go from here? Yeah. You know, what is Feige thinking? Um, how is he going to replicate this over the next 10 years? Like, is I mean, it has to be Galactus, right? Like, the, the only the only big baddie that would be any comparable to this, my, my understanding is Galactus and the Silver Surfer. And so now that you own those properties again, mm-hmm. and you can bring the Fantastic Four into the, you know, into the universe. I'm thinking it has to be Galactus. If they want to go... When do we see a Fantastic Four movie? 20... What is it? 2019? It's 2022-ish. I think that's right. I think 2022. Yeah. When do we see an X-Men movie in the MCU? 2025. Ooh, it's going to be a while. Yeah, it'll be a while. Um, Yeah, it'll be a while for that because I think that's when they say like the next Deadpool movie is going to be and stuff (laughs) like that. So, um, yeah, Galactus, Chaos King... Silver Surfer, yeah. Since they bought, um, since they got, you know, the rights back for a Fantastic Four and all those, it's got to be either that. I would put my money on Galactus being the next one. He is the big bad. He is the big bad of the Marvel universe. How much? How mapped out do you think they have the next, the next few phases? Phases, yeah, or movies? Phases. I don't know. I really don't know. Because you'd think they'd have to. Be, they'd want to think that through. The only way you're gonna. I think. I think they have a. Uh, this is what we have right now. Um, what is a pending change or whatever mm-hmm. it is? You know, like yeah. it can change. I think that they have at least two phases. Two, two thought phases about. thought out, but they're not set in stone. Yeah. Well, technically, the next Spider-Man movie is the finish. Is the of, official end of Phase Four. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, here's another question. Why is it the end of Phase 4 and not this? Well, that is a question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, five-year time jump, not going back that five years, right? So, uh, Peter Parker is the same age he was when he was dusted, but it's five years later. So, why is he the same age? So, so why is he the same age as his friends? Yeah. Were they all dusted too and came back? think maybe. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to yeah. go back to school with people that were five years younger than him. Yeah. Right? Am I wrong about that? No, no, you're absolutely right. Here's another question. <laughs> People who were dusted in an airplane, when they came back... <laughs> <laughs> they just fell from the sky. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I hope we're over the Atlantic. <laughs> that wouldn't save you. No. Um, no. Yeah, like you said, there's time travel can bring up so many questions and paradoxes mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. So... Yeah, the Russos, they really, 
they got their uh their wings wet with uh, time travel i mean it's it's man i would be very happy if something was just said oh oh well it doesn't work anymore we can never do time travel again i would be very happy with that I think that because uh, it's just too much of a, it's too much of an easy escape from anything. I think they're going to destroy the stones. What happened to the stones? At he the took them the, back. He took them all back to the other timelines. Timelines, okay. Yeah. So since Thanos, the twenty fourteen Thanos is dead, there is no Thanos, right? Even in twenty fourteen, in that timeline. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to uh, to explore? I know there's plenty of this movie that we haven't gone over. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, you know, I, I mentioned uh, Downey's performance with Chris Evans at the beginning, like skinny, emaciated Downey, yeah. telling him, "I told, I told you, you so." Yeah. Um, man, that was whew, that was rough and powerful and all of the above. And then he rips off the nanotech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> yeah. No, that was good stuff. And then five years later yeah yeah we haven't really talked about thanos's change of heart um which uh, is interesting it's not really a change of heart it's a realization yeah well he has a change he has a, a change of perspective at least yeah where he realizes oh i can't just take half because then the other half will remember will remember so yeah. i just i have to start over see that's what i was saying when, like he went from a messiah like i'm doing this for everyone and they mm-hmm. will thank me you know mm-hmm. to a god oh I have to break it down to its last atom mm-hmm. and then build it back from there. Yeah. So, yeah, he went from, and that's why I was saying Josh Brolin is so versatile in this role. You know, Josh Brolin, if we count him as a main character, he could have been in our list of uh, oh, sure. great. You know, oh, yeah. He, he might have won that conversation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, he's not a main. He's only been in right. a couple he's, movies yeah. and just, some cameos. Yeah, because uh, then, then you'd have to talk like Michael Keaton and yeah. you'd have to start getting into those that are just in the the you know the one-off uh, universes exactly so uh peggy carter stuff oh it was hard I, I almost cried you know whenever he's dancing with her at the end you mm-hmm. know because he's like i had a date i was supposed to she saving a dance for me and he finally got that dance my favorite line in the movie no uh it, you don't want to know my favorite line no, i thought it was no i'm not gonna tell you like oh. you're gonna tell me better no no i don't think i will <laughs> that was great yeah. i thought that old age makeup was great too oh yeah i thought i thought man they, they killed it and, and just the, the way he he moved and stuff he was like he yeah felt and the old. michael douglas like really young michael douglas <laughs> oh, was with interesting. The hair. yeah uh no my favorite line in the movie was when captain america circa 2012 uh said i could do this all day he's like yeah i, know. <laughs> Chris, I was like yeah i know <laughs> there's a moment in this we haven't even talked about that is do so it, important do it whenever tony meets young howard Mm-hmm. and he's having that conversation with yeah. him there's a moment when he's in the elevator and he just out of nowhere bl- blurts i have a daughter you know and it th- it dawned on me he was never able to have this conversation with his dad right like, dad you're, you're gonna be a grandpa right so this is him subtly saying you're you're a grandpa yeah. you know he's having this conversation with his dad and then howard you know obviously doesn't realize he's talking to his son and and he just, you know, opens his heart like, I, I wouldn't, there's nothing I wouldn't do for that kid. And when he, he asked him, he's like, when you found out that you were going to be a dad, were you, how did you, were you, did you feel capable or something like right, that? He's yeah, like, yeah. I think I just pieced it as I went along and stuff. 
And uh, he has that moment where he's oh, like, Oh, there's ah. so much stuff that's great in that conversation. Yeah. The other thing I noticed uh, a second time through is how much Tony's death is foreshadowed. Yeah. There are, there are three or four lines directly about Tony dying yeah. that are all played as jokes. You know, like I think at one point he tells Cap, let's just try to do this without me losing my life or something like that, yeah. you know. Um, and that happened several times. So I, th- I thought that was clever. I like yeah. stuff like that. Did you also notice that right before everybody goes back in time, it's uh, Black Widow who says, see you all in a second. She's the only one that doesn't come back. Oh, no, I didn't notice that. Yeah. What do you think about their uh, their fight to sacrifice their lives? See, man, this stinks because in our drive up, I predicted that Black Widow was going to die. Uh-huh. So as she's dying, I was going through an emotional roller coaster fight. I was right. She's dying. <laughs> I was right. She's dying. Uh, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, if Gamora hadn't come back. I would have been okay with Black Widow's death, but now it just brings up that paradox of Will. That's what I'm saying. That may back. that may be my biggest problem with the movie. Yeah, is is literally how it short circuits her her death in yeah. the same movie. I mean, it, it'd be one thing if it was somebody who had died of something else and they mm-hmm. had brought her back, but it, she literally died the exact same way, sacrificed yeah. for the Soul Stone. <laughs> the only person who doesn't come back is Vision. Loki technically comes back and he's off somewhere. Right. Uh, Gamora comes back. All the people who perma died, quote unquote, mm-hmm. are back except Vision. Yeah. Yeah. But he's got. Don't they have a TV show? They have a TV show coming okay. out, so I don't know what they're going to do there. Yeah. Uh, what else? Was- I was going to say when you were talking about, you can keep thinking about what else you want to talk about. But when you were talking about um, the Stark, uh, Tony and his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a moment where he hugs him at the end. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> for like, your service. And then he country. realizes like yeah. this, he just met this man. Mm-hmm. Technically <laughs> he has the same, uh, reaction as in a movie called heart and souls. Have you ever seen heart and souls? Mm-mm. So in heart and souls, he is a conduit for people who have died and they get to do their one last thing before they move to heaven. They're like in purgatory or whatever. Mm-hmm. One of them is Alfrey Woodard. <laughs> and she she wants to hug her son. Yeah. And so he has like the exact like this moment where he's embodied by Alfrey Woodard and she just hugs, you know, her son. And then she leaves Robert Downey Jr.'s body. And he realizes he's just, you know, hugging a stranger. <laughs> it's like the exact same reaction. I just couldn't like couldn't get it out of my brain because uh, it's it's actually Robert Downey Jr. in both movies. But <laughs> that movie actually does sound familiar. Heart and Souls. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Really? Uh, not because it's the best movie ever just because it just i've watched it a lot and it's meaningful to me and i think it's it's really good awesome so, some great charles groden and david pamer josh and, groban <laughs> yeah josh groban elizabeth shoe nice. Kira sedgwick it's a good cast oh i'll have to check it out if i haven't yeah just right after howard's end yeah right after you get on that god man <laughs> you know what you were slowly pushing that towards the top of the movies I just subliminally to yeah subliminally when i go uh, what else Man, there's so much to break down in this movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, but if but I mean, if it's run its course and we know, you know, we can talk about it later. But I'm just afraid that I've missed something. Oh, we have. Yeah. We're not going to hit everything. Yeah, I don't think it's it's possible for us to hit everything. I think the funeral was beautiful. Um, yeah. the way the camera, that one shot of the camera moving through everybody and ending on Nick Fury, mm-hmm. uh, was great. Um, although again, the kid from iron man three through me weird i didn't know who it was i had to look it up or somebody told me i think somebody told me it's because he's so much older now than he was in iron man three he doesn't look like that little kid like you know what i actually who was standing behind him uh behind him was uh hawkeye 
No, I mean that's not who I'm talking about. If if they were behind him, I think it was Hawkeye. Uh, uh, what's her? Uh, the Wasp. And because uh, she wasn't standing next to Hank Pym, I there were a couple think. other people I didn't recognize that were in the back. And then standing on the stairs was Captain Marvel. Right, I knew that. And then it was right her... before Captain Marvel. It was right to the right, yeah. and in the very back there was a couple that I didn't recognize. But... No, he was the only one. I was like, oh, why are you here? Yeah. So that's just probably my ignorance, but yeah. but I thought that was beautiful. Um, I thought the Captain America stuff was beautiful, even though technically it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anything else? No, oh, man. Is that enough? Great movie. Where yeah. would you put it in your MCU ranking? You know, we didn't do that, did yeah. we? No, we didn't. I guess we're going to do that here. Yeah. Um, I think Infinity War is the better movie. Um, I think Iron Man is a better movie. Um, I, I don't get the same level of euphoria from mm-hmm. those movies, but I think they're better films. Um, I think the original Avengers is a better movie. Um, so, and I know I'm, I'm in the minority on that. So I put it about number four. Nice. Yeah. It may be right number now. one. It's either number one or number two. I don't know. It just may be recency bias, but it's right there with Infinity War. Yeah. It's just there's so much wish fulfillment and fan service in this movie that I love. Sure. No, I totally get it. But at the same it. time, like I said earlier, I think Infinity War is a standalone movie where this one relies so much on Infinity right. War that I don't know if I were to just say uh, Endgame is the best movie. Is it a movie or is it a, like a part two, you know? So mm-hmm. it's either number one or number two for me. Yeah. yeah. I think in in terms of uh, cinematic achievement, it's number one with a bullet. Like there's, yeah. there's nothing else that can compare. Um, but if I'm trying to rank on, you know, best favorite, you know, what I like the most, what I think is most well made, um, I think it, it it's probably around number four. Yeah. <clears throat> for me oh i i get it man i totally get it i'm not gonna you're not gonna have me jump across this table like what <laughs> well good yeah because i'd like to keep doing this <laughs> um you know we have in the past uh done um spoiler addendums uh for movies that we have more we want to talk about so if you think of other things that we didn't talk about today that we want to talk about next week when we're recording long shot we can do a spoiler addendum for endgame yeah so oh I just thought of one last thing. Well, then let's get in. What do you think of uh, Hawkeye when he's testing out the time travel? The thing he brings back is a glove. Oh, I didn't even notice that he brought it back. Oh, yeah? I just, I knew he... He picked up the glove, Uh and uh, whenever he's running into the house to uh, save, or to see his daughter... Oh, because they were trying to test if you could bring an object back through. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he had the the glove, and he's like, it worked. And I'm like, he brought back it. (laughs) <laughs> and it was a left-handed glove too nice just like the gauntlet very nice <sighs> good times good, good times movie. uh thanks for hanging out with us for whatever it's been almost an hour um so we appreciate it and we will catch you next time peace Bye. as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.